Hello, fellow health and safety professionals. We are coming to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Fonz, Laverne and Shirley, and of course, beer. How could it get any better than that? This is Ted Speaks Live. Our podcast will focus on keeping people safe, families together, and growing your career in short eight to 10 minute weekly segments. Your host is Ted Carew, the positive safety coach. Ted has over 25 years of health and safety experience in both manufacturing and construction. He started his career in the field and worked his way up to safety director. Ted also coaches football and knows how important it is to communicate expectations and work together both at work and at play. With this as Ted's background, he is excited to share some of his experiences with you and to improve your career and your company. Our guest today is Melissa Samuels, an occupational therapist by trade, and she has been working in the field of ergonomics and safety for about 17 years. She is the Vice President of Global Business Development at ErgoFactor. ErgoFactor provides global ergonomic consulting, engineering solutions, risk assessments, and job requirement data for ergonomics and injury management in the workplace. They bring together the worlds of safety, human resources, operations, legal and medical to provide a secure, immersive online tool that delivers solutions to problems across all aspects of business, nationally or globally. Please welcome Melissa Samuels to our podcast. Hello, Melissa. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ted. How are you? I am doing great. We are just so excited to have you on our show today and then obviously starting a new year with you with this podcast. We're uh, very excited. Yeah. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you as well. We're glad to be here. Thank you so much for having us. A question that just comes to my mind is, why is it so important for us to focus on ergonomics in the workplace? What types of businesses benefit from ergonomic type approach such as your company offers? That's a great question, Ted. And I'm going to start by answering that second part first. In my mind, really any business can benefit from focusing on ergonomics, whether you are in manufacturing, construction, retail, office, it really doesn't matter too much. Really, wherever there are people, Mm -hmm. you're going to have some sort of ergonomic issue, right? So any business truly can benefit from an ergonomic approach. But what we've come to find is that companies that do focus on ergonomics and job analysis tend to have an improved injury rate related to ergonomics over time. And what we've come to know, too, is that on average, those that have these types of approaches and analyses in place tend to report that their ergonomic injuries account for only 10 to 20% of their total injuries, whereas those that don't tend to have their ergonomic injuries fall into more the 30 to 50% and or greater range. Mm-hmm. Well, I know for sure uh, you and I have worked together on several projects and stuff like that. And that has made a tremendous difference within the organizations that I was working with, the whole of being able to look at things. And it really made a big difference in our incident rate at the end. And that's really what we're looking at is keeping people safe, correct? Absolutely. 100%. So why not start the new year off on a good foot? There you go. We need it, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So when you talk about like a complete job analysis, What exactly is that and what does that add to the organization? Absolutely. So when we talk about a complete job analysis, we're talking about something that really observes an individual's physical, sensory, and cognitive requirements as it pertains to a job that they would generally perform 
This is somewhat different than a task analysis. A task analysis would look at individual tasks that make up a job. And so from our perspective, really understanding those attributes of a job provides value to our customers on multiple levels in the way of not only ergonomics, but also injury management. And we'd like to take these analyses one step further by looking at the overall ergonomic risk as it pertains to individual body parts. And we use that information then to help us with that injury management approach as well as our ergonomic approach. It helps to streamline our understanding of where the risk actually is occurring within the workplace. And that also helps us to communicate that risk with the appropriate entities such as doctors or lawyers that might benefit from having that information to make really good return to work recommendations and or causation determination where that makes sense for businesses as well. Yeah, I can speak from personal effect that having those in place make a big difference. Unfortunately, when you get to the liability of the worker comp side, right? And uh, we can show things that, that workers are able to do. And it's very effective and it has been very effective for me in my past. Thanks, Ted. And I agree, you know, where this can be a tremendous benefit Companies like the construction realm, unfortunately, what happens to them and others like them in the trades industries in particular is they oftentimes will send an employee in for an injury and simply because that employee is noted to be in a trade of some sort, the doctor will automatically assume that that injury is work-related. Whereas if we're able to provide the doctor with specific information related to what that employee was doing at the time of injury, we can actually communicate more effectively to the doctor and look to get a more appropriate causation slash return to work determination from that doctor. So it's a little more objective means to communication. Correct. And not just in the construction, but in all industries for that matter. True. Absolutely. 100%. So it sounds like the complete job analysis is kind of like you're really looking at the big picture and all the components that go together, correct? Absolutely. Yep. And then how that really fits into communication to specific individuals or stakeholders, be that the insurance adjuster or the doctor, even supervisors within the work environment tend to use this information to really support how they bring employees back to work. Another question, what is the difference between that and a risk factor analysis for our listeners? Oh, that is a great question. Thank you so much. So a risk factor analysis really takes a job analysis one step further. So essentially, instead of really looking at the job as a total, a risk factor analysis is going to look at the specific risk factors of a job as they pertain to a specific injury. So this really comes into play when an organization might feel that an employee's injury really didn't occur as stated by the employee or at their work site. This type of analysis does help with truly defining what is that specific risk as it pertains to that specific diagnosis. So it does take things one step further. Okay, so it gets a little bit more into the nitty-gritty and the detail. 100%. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good explanation, though. As you probably know, Ted Speaks Live, we're very fortunate to be in about 13 countries already. And my question for you is, obviously, Ergo Factor is a business that supports globally, right? All over. Can you kind of explain on how you're able to take care of globally, not just here in the United States? 
Yeah. Thank you so much. Yes. So on the global scale, what we found is that businesses do want a uniform approach to ergonomics mm-hmm. and ergonomics management. Consistency throughout the organization, basically from the office all the way through to manufacturing type? That is exactly right. So we want to be able to, again, not only provide the United States with an ergonomic solution, but also the many times a business might have global partners in various countries that also could benefit from an ergonomic approach. And this allows then that corporate manager of safety to be able to really ensure that they have a uniform process that's administered throughout the globe. And this does help with specific countries like Mexico. Mexico recently put into, as of January 2020, a standard that is specifically around ergonomics and making sure that manufacturers and businesses actually design jobs around their standards, which includes making sure that they have specific job analysis to assess the various work that's required and then to implement solutions around that. So different countries have different regulations naturally, but a global approach and a a tool that's able to help manage that we've found to really be of benefit to businesses. Oh, that's interesting. So Mexico put that into place in the beginning of 2020? Yes. Oh. And you have an office in Mexico too, correct? We have a sister affiliated company in Mexico, yes. Oh, okay. Well, great. Yeah, that is. Yes. And they're doing fantastic. So far, knock on wood, all of the businesses that we've had have audits. So when the government comes in and does an audit of the program and of the ergonomics, so far, our team has been able to support our clients in having passed those audits with no issues. Yeah. And that speaking globally, I guess one thing that 2020 has brought to everyone's world is COVID. And how is ErgoFactor able to support businesses in the unique situation that we've had this past year and are still currently in? How have you been dealing with that? In our virtual world that we live in now. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Because naturally, I mean, for a good ergonomic assessment in the past, it was always a lot more beneficial to be uh, boots on the ground, right? And to be able to see. But COVID brought about some unique challenges to all businesses, and ours is of no exception. But one of the things that we've found is that we can do a lot more remote analysis and or discussions via video with customers where if they're able to take a video of the job, we're able to then upload that into our system and our assessors or our analysts are able to take a look at that information and get a reasonable explanation as to the ergonomic risk that is present. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's been really beneficial. And what we're finding is that we can do a lot more without having to go places. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the way with the future too, because it's so much easier, probably less expensive for the client too. Right, precisely. There's a little bit more management that goes into video assessments in terms of the business's time, right? They're going to have to do a video and upload it. Whereas if we're able to be on site, they don't have to do any of that work. But it could be in the long run more cost effective for the individual to get a similar level of data and ergonomic input. We've also been doing remote ergonomic analyses for office workers where we do that via Skype 
options. So employees of businesses are able to Skype with a professional. Generally, we use either an occupational therapist or a certified professional ergonomist where that individual can then take a look virtually at an employee's work area and provide guidance on more appropriate ergonomic setup. Yeah, I was going to say the face-to-face is always important and that personal touch, but using technology to our benefit in positive ways is a good thing. And this past year has kind of made us focus on that. And I think just knowing the tools that you have out there, depending on what comes up, is really important. I agree so much so. And again, COVID's taught us a lot. And if we focus on the positive of that, it has brought about some great opportunities for us to work in a different capacity with customers in different parts of the country and parts of the world in a greater capacity. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Melissa, we got the last question for you. What types of results does ErgoFactor generally see when working with different types of organizations? Do you see like a trend or does it depend on the organization? That's a good question. And in general, I will say that when we start with an organization, typical results are about 50% reduction in musculoskeletal claims within that first year. That's big. However, I will say that there is a small caveat to that. The business that we work with, and we make this clear up front, they have to also be invested in making sure that any of the recommendations that are provided are carried through. We can't do everything on our own, so we'd love to take the credit, (laughs) but we do have to have clients that are willing to say, yes, we're going to invest the time to make the ergonomic implementation process come to life. Well, it's just like anything in safety. We put it in place. If we don't do it, it doesn't do any good. So having that relationship in between with your clients and make sure that they're doing their part will make it successful. Right. Yep. Totally agree. Well, thank you very much uh, for your time today, Melissa. But now comes the fun part. Okay, great. (laughs) Thank you. I always say don't get too excited. (laughs) As you know, I'm the positive safety coach. And one thing that I always like to do is add a little humor, a little positivity with what we do, you know, and talking about 2020 and stuff like that, always looking at the good of things. We so often focus on the negative. So here are some of my great jokes, by the way. (laughs) Are you ready, Melissa? Great might be a strong word, but they'll be short and sweet. So bear with us. I am. Okay. I got a question for you. If we don't have PT, what can we no longer have? And 2020 might be a good example of this. (laughs) I have no clue. Party. If you don't have the PT, oh. you can't have a party, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told him that was an iffy one. But... <laughs> yeah, she wanted me to get rid of that one. I'll be honest. Okay, I'm going to read this next one, but just so you know, I didn't create. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. What is it called when you poke your eye while putting on safety glasses? An eye sort. Irony. <laughs> ah, that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> All right, our last one. Thank we goodness. Have for you. Yes, yeah, she probably is. What does a skeleton order for dinner? Meat and potatoes. Spare ribs. <laughs> oh, that one actually isn't <laughs> too bad. <laughs> I'll give Ted a thumbs up for that one. Melissa, thank you for being on Ted Speaks Live and talking to the positive safety coach and Barb. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. It was interesting getting to hear your perspective. And I think our listeners will definitely get something out of this. If anybody has any questions, wants to follow up with you, Melissa, how would they do that? They certainly can reach out to me on our website, www.ergofactor.com. And we have a place on there that not only is my contact information listed, 
but they certainly can also give me a call and or fill out our needs assessment, which is also available right through our website. And I would like to just take a moment too and thank you very much, Ted and team, for having us today and allowing us to be here and start 2021 out in a positive way. Really appreciate this opportunity. Well, yes. Again, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it and have a great but safe day. (laughs) Thank you, Melissa. Thanks for listening to Ted Speaks Live with Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. We would love to hear from you. You can reach out through email at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com if you'd like to know more about our podcast or if you're interested in being a guest. Feel free to check us out at healthandsafetynow.com. Rate and review on your favorite podcast app. Join us next week for our next episode. Have a super safe week.